With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, sometimes it is okay to admit that somebody's got something going, and if you can't beat it, you got to figure out another way to try and compete. I'll explain what that is in the world of sports here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country, no matter where you are, making us a part of your Saturday morning into the afternoon. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be now i know this we're going to be uh, looking around and discussing a lot of stuff and when i say we welcome in all hundreds of our affiliates all across the country we're not making that up all right that's not me embellishing numbers all right these affiliates grow and grow and grow and kirk kretschmeyer who's responsible for the for the development and helping get the fox sports radio brand out there does a phenomenal job at it and not only is it growing but it's growing Every single week. Because we want to welcome two new affiliates. It's the new Fox Sports Radio in Jacksonville, 9.30 a.m. And the new Fox Sports Radio in Orlando, 97.9 FM and AM 810. We look forward to entertaining you, informing you each and every day. Welcome to Fox Sports Radio Jacksonville and the new Fox Sports Radio in Orlando to the FSR family. It's great to have you. We are going to have a lot of fun. We're going to have a little bit of grab ass. All right. It's not your typical standard box score reading sports talk radio. That's not what we do here. All right. We like to, you know, maybe uh, see the line and maybe put our toes, you know, one one nail at a time over the lines. That's the way we operate on this show. And that's the way we're going to do it here for the next two hours and every single day here on FSR. So we welcome in again the new Fox Sports Radio in Jacksonville and the new Fox Sports Radio in Orlando, AM 930 in Jacksonville and 97.9 FM and AM 810 in Orlando. So welcome aboard. Let's have a good time here now. We say all that to say this. If you're in Jacksonville, if you're in Orlando, you're looking around going, this is a little bit uncomfortable. I think a lot of people are feeling a little bit uncomfortable right now. A lot of people are looking around this weekend going, well, now what? Hey, this is the first weekend we haven't had football since what, July? Been a long ass time since we've not had football. 
And so you're just sort of like reintroducing yourselves to certain things. It could be the NBA. It could be college basketball. It could be your family. You know, there's a lot of things you've missed out on for the past several months. And one of the things that I thought was kind of interesting is that the first weekend without football in months and months and months, and we've got the NBA All-Star Game. And I know what you're thinking. Well, yeah, you're going to have all your best players on center stage this weekend. This is the move. Like, like th- this is what you do. Like, you're, you're, if you're going to do it, this is how you get this sport noticed and how you grow. You wait till the NFL's over, and then you put on the All-Star game. And I look at it and I go, is the All-Star game really the best representative of the NBA? I mean, when, when you think high-level, high-quality basketball, do you point to the All-Star game? Because I don't. I mean, the over-under, last I checked, the point total on this game was 364. What are we doing? It doesn't exactly feel like it represents what basketball is. It feels a little bit like a circus. I'll be honest with you, it feels a little bit like a circus. And this is what the NBA is rolling out on the first weekend without football. And you can sit there and go, okay, well, look, you know, this isn't about the NFL. Football's over. Deal with it. Okay, the reality is this. More people are watching the NFL than ever before. The numbers continue to grow. Meanwhile, with the NBA, not ideal. And there's nothing wrong with just acknowledging or admitting that somebody does something better than you or they're doing something and you counter-program and maybe join the crowd in realizing if we can't beat them, let's figure out a way to do it on our own. And let's figure out a way to take what they're doing and maybe adapt a little bit. You know, it's like the first uh, drive through that ever opened up. I guarantee you, and I wasn't there, all right, I wasn't on hand to witness the cutting of the red tape when the first drive through restaurant opened up, but I can almost guarantee you some other restaurant nearby in town looked at it and said, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. A drive through Like, you build this entire interior, you build this inside, you put, all, you put the menu up, and now you want people to just sit in their car? Wow, what a waste of money. That's going to fail miserably. And then all of a sudden they realize, yeah, no, that's pretty convenient. And sometimes people just don't want to get out of their car. I think we'll go ahead and put one of those in too. There's nothing wrong with it. I mean, nowadays you've got designated parking spots for people that they don't even have to sit in a drive through line. They just order ahead, sit there, and somebody brings out their food. I mean, I'm not a fan of anything lazy. It's the old Kobe Bryant quote. What does he say? You know, uh, I I don't know lazy people. I don't want to deal with lazy people. I don't want them in my life. Get them out of my face. I'm the same way. Can't stand it. True story. My son, two years old. We go to the grocery store the other day. We're going through the grocery store. We get the groceries. He's in the cart. And I literally walked the cart back to the cart rack up at the front of the store. Not the lazy one that's sitting in the middle of the parking lot where everybody pushes their carts. And he was kind of looking a little bit confused. And I, as I picked him up out of the cart after I put it back in, and it was the only cart in there because nobody else is doing it. Because, again, everybody's lazy. 
As I walked back, I pointed out all the carts that were in the parking lot and pointed out all the people that were lazy. Those are lazy people. They don't even, they don't even have the courtesy to bring those carts back up. Well, it's somebody else's job. So what? You ever work at a place where it was your job and they leave a mess and you're like, dude, can you leave? Like, what are you doing? You're a slob. You're lazy. All right. So like, there's nothing wrong with just acknowledging, hey, it may be lazy. Yeah. We don't want to put a drive through in, but you know what? It's working. Hey, we don't want to put like, it's okay. The first ever drive through restaurant had a lot of haters. A lot of people saying, I don't want any, I don't want to deal with that. We build the interior here for a reason. And the next thing you know, it worked. They go, okay, that makes sense. Now, not excusing, not pushing the cart back. You are lazy. You should be ashamed of yourself. But the point is, if you're the NBA, do you not look at this as an opportunity and say, okay, if we're not going to change and move our season back to start Christmas Day so we can own the summer months in the playoffs, like, like own it all the way up, but more importantly, not have the entire first two to three months of the season overshadowed by the NFL and college football. If we're not going to delay the start of the season, let's at least counter-program a little bit. Right, you may not like that the NFL shares, but like, let, let's at least acknowledge you could do something and take from the NFL and try and figure out a way to get more eyeballs on your product. And more eyeballs on your product when it's a better product to watch, not the All-Star game. If I was the NBA, if you want to push the All-Star game back a week, if you want to push the All-Star game up a week, like whatever you want to do, the first weekend without football, I am putting my best games and my best matchups on Saturday and Sunday. You want to go doubleheader on Saturday, doubleheader on Sunday night, you want to put them in primetime, whatever. But I'm putting my four best teams on display, and I'm letting everybody watch that. Because I want them to understand what they've been missing out on. You roll out the All-Star game, it's like, it's like a gimmick. And in fact, that's not even just for the NBA. The NHL, anybody else playing right now. You put on your best matchups and your best games, and you counter-program. You may not like the fact that the NFL dominates. You may not like the ideas they have and how they've pushed their schedule back. You may not like any of that stuff, but facts are facts. What they're doing is working. Just counter-program to it. There's nothing wrong with it. You're never going to beat the NFL. It's never going to happen. Football is king, and if it's not the NFL, it's college football. Now... I'm not going to go over the top and say the UFL or USFL or XFL or AAF or any of those are going to be compare, uh, comparable to what the NBA has got. I'm not going down that road. And congratulations to AJ McCarron signing with the Battle Hawks. Not going down that road. But when it comes to the NFL and college football, the NBA has proven you can't beat them. So counter them. What do you do? Oh, they've got a drive-through. Okay, we don't like the fact we got to build one. It's going to cost us some money. You know what though? How about we do a drive-through, but we'll have somebody come out on roller skates. You know, like, like why don't we do that? Like, how about let's counter-program to that? There's nothing wrong with it. So if you're the NBA, moving forward, figure out when the Super Bowl is, and once you know that date, the next weekend, you don't have to compete with the NFL. Put your best games on, because I got news for you. The All-Star Game ain't it. 
Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. Who cares? You know what I mean. Uh, we are going to have the usuals coming up later on. We do have another edition of Do You Care? Now, we are going to take a look back at Knox Locks. It is over for the season. Not an ideal finish to the season, but some optimism, some positive momentum. We'll get into that for you. And we bring back the scraps. This is something we do during the NFL offseason when we're not doing Knox Locks. So the scraps will be yours to close up shop here, shop here as we take you all the way up again until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific. But somebody in the NFL told you exactly how they feel just a month ago and i'll tell you what that is next we don't need to bring jonas in fox sports radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search fsr to listen live two nba insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the nba grapevine all happening in only one place this league uncut the new nba podcast with me Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Wow, what a bad song. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to talk about somebody in the NFL getting treated unfairly. All right, I'm going to defend this person. They're being treated unfairly. I will stand by their side. And that'll be yours here coming up a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Hey, uh, Chris Perfett, what was the name of that song so people know what what not to listen to today? Back in the USSR, covered by like five different bands. Originally, I think by the Beatles. That was Molly Hatchet. Nice. You can say you can say bad things about back in the USSR. Do not say bad things about Molly Hatchet, though. I mean, I, I don't even know who Molly Hatchet is. What what movies has she been in? They have the Death Dealer album cover. I love okay. these guys. All right. Uh, so there it is. A uh, little shout out to, uh, you know, 
Margaret Hatchet or whatever her name is. Uh, all right, so uh, Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. So have you ever found yourself in this spot where you, you were really curious whether or not somebody was into you? And look, this, this could be an employer. All right, this could be a relationship, whatever. And they do something that you look at and go, yeah, that's probably an indication that they're not. You know, like like something would tell me that's an indication they're not into me. You know, it could be you think that uh, you and so-and-so are on great terms. You guys are dating. Everything's good. And then uh, all of a sudden, your buddy sends you a screenshot. And uh, she's back on a dating app. You're like, huh. I mean, you know, he's kind of swiping through and he sees a, a familiar face. It happens to be her. And you go, oh, well. I guess we're not. I guess she's not that into me. I guess she's not. You know, I mean, listen, it happens. Right? You get that little, that weird, sick feeling in your stomach. I mean, it happens. Or maybe you're on the dating app and you're swiping through and you see her on there and it's like you get a little nauseous and sick to your stomach and you want to go call and confront her on it. But, you know, if you do, it's going to admit that you are too. Like, the whole thing's awkward. It's a little bit strange. You interview for this job. You think it went well. You're waiting for a call back. All of a sudden you look and the job's posted again. And it was just posted this morning. And it's like, okay, well, that might have been an indicator that maybe they're just, you know, not interested in hiring me. It happens. We've all been there. It sucks. Know the feeling. Get it. Got it. Good. Because it reminds me a lot of what's happening in Pittsburgh with the Steelers. Because there's a report out from Jerry Dulick of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette talking about the quarterback situation in Pittsburgh. Now, Mitch Trubisky's gone. Not a surprise. Everyone kind of expected that Mitch Trubisky was going to be out, but Mitch Trubisky is gone. And then Jerry Dulick, in his latest conversation about the Steelers and the Planet quarterback, he pointed out that, you know, they're that, that maybe Kenny Pickett's going to get one more year to prove whether or not he's the starter you know, maybe they, they bring him back this year and, and just to see whether or not he can be the guy. You know, he was a first-round pick. He's, you know, played at Pitt. You know, they wanted to work. They was celebrated. Everybody was a big fan of it. And he also pointed out that there's, quote, internal division over who should start, whether it be Mason Rudolph or Kenny Pickett next year. Because some people did like how Mason Rudolph played. But the problem is Mason Rudolph's an unrestricted free agent, and he might get some looks elsewhere. And I see it and I go, well, they kind of told you how they felt, right? Like, if you wanted to know whether or not they were sold on Kenny Pickett as their starter and he was going to be the guy, look at the way the end of the season played out. Biggest games of the year, you need to get into the playoffs. And then you do get into the playoffs. Who was starting a quarterback? Mason Rudolph. Like, and, and you, well, Kenny Pickett was injured. No, no, no. He could have played. Like, like, you don't, you don't think, like, you think Kenny Pickett didn't want to play? Like, he, he could have played the playoff game. He was there. He was available. Didn't play. And they didn't choose to play him. And I'm not saying they made a mistake starting Mason Rudolph. I'm just telling you, they gave you all the intel you need as to how they feel about Mason about Kenny Pickett in comparison to Mason Rudolph down the stretch. 
like Mike Tomlin trusted the quote unquote backup quarterback or third string or whatever you want to call it over the guy drafted in the first round last year as they were making a playoff push and then in a road game in the playoffs. He trusted Mason Rudolph, not Kenny Pickett. And you can play this out and say, well, you know, you're trusting the hot hand. It's, you know, he's the hot hand. So, okay, well, look, I'm, I'm not saying this is the same comp, but it's similar. You know, like the Cowboys, when Tony Romo came back from injury, the Cowboys still stuck with Dak Prescott. I don't know if you're aware of this, but Tony Romo never played there again after that. Like when Drew Bledsoe came back from injury, the Patriots still started Tom Brady. And then he was gone after that. Like they're telling you what's happening. Like they're telling you how you how they feel about you. And I think, look, Kenny Pickett has been kind of had a little bit of bad luck here. He's had the concussion issues early on. He's been injured and banged up. He hasn't really been able, like, you know, availability is an important, like, but they've told you. It's why the Zach Wilson thing and, and why I've said, look, this reminds me a little bit like the Zach Wilson stuff in New York to where it's like he's the guy, but every time you had an opportunity, you would pull him out of the lineup and then you put him back in and then pull him. It's like they're telling you how they feel about him. Same thing happened to Tua his first year. Tua was was in Miami his first year and was getting yanked in and out of the lineup. Like, that coaching staff was telling you how they felt about him. They were telling you, yeah, listen, we don't trust him in spots. Like, we we don't trust that, you know, that he's going to be the guy in certain spots. Like, it just, it's not going to happen. Like, like we don't trust that this is going to be the right play for us. Like, it's not working out here. Like, hey, we're in the road. We're playing Denver. Let's go ahead and let's let's bench him, and let's go ahead and let's put in Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, because he's supposed to learn in these spots. He's a young quarterback. But Brian Flores just says, no, we're just going to sit him. Eh. Like, he told you how he felt about Tua. And the Dolphins organization made a decision. Look, we think there's something here. It's not working out with Brian Flores. We want to upgrade, and so we're bringing in somebody else that can work with him. And somebody else that can get the most out of him. And guess what? It's worked. Like the Jets were telling you how they felt about Zach Wilson. Pulling him in and out of the lineup. Putting him back in. Now the whole drama. Now he's probably gone. Like the Steelers were telling you how they felt about Kenny Pickett this entire time. Like it happened over a month ago. So this idea that, well, you know, there's a divide over who should be the starter next year. Look, I'm, I'm, I mean, they're at the very least bringing somebody in. Somebody else is coming in, and there will be competition. It's why when DraftKings released their odds of most likely destination for Justin Fields next year, the Bears were two, of course, because that's the team he's currently on. But number one was the Steelers, and they were minus money. There's a reason for that. Because everybody knows there's going to be competition at that spot next year. But if I were Kenny Pickett, and if you're a Kenny Pickett fan, the writing was on the roll over, over a month ago. Like, you could sit there and wonder, like, am I the guy? Am I going to be the guy? Am I going to be the quarterback? They were telling you. Season on the line. Everything on the table. And they went with Mason Rudolph. To me, that right there was the indicator that it was 
a matter of time before they were going to move on from Kenny Pickett. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to have a discussion about somebody in the NFL I'm going to defend. Right, I'm going to defend this somebody in the NFL. All right, a lot of criticism, a lot of teasing, all right, a lot of, lot of accusations. I'm going to defend this person. That'll be yours here coming up in just a couple of moments from now. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, he's always nice. He's Martin Wise. Jonas, you were just saying it. Per the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the Steelers want to give Kenny Pickett one more year to see if he can establish himself as a full-time starter. The Steelers have been the betting favorite to get either quarterbacks Justin Wilson, uh, Justin Fields from Chicago or Russell Wilson from Denver. Uh, Raiders quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo suspended for two games, violating the NFL's performance enhancing substance policy. The Raiders also plan to release Jimmy G. The Chiefs have signed their special teams coordinator Dave Taub to a three-year extension. In the NBA, Miami Heat center Amman Adebayo will replace reigning NBA MVP Joel Embiid in the all-star starting lineup for tomorrow night and bead missing the game with that meniscus injury this is bam's first time being named an all-star starter the slam dunk contest skills competition three-point contest and steph curry versus sabrina ionescu tonight for uh nba all-star weekend offerings in indianapolis college basketball yeah top 25 college basketball wins for iowa state alabama creighton and virginia duke right now leading florida state 22 to 18 with 10 minutes left in the first quarter. And unfortunately, College Basketball Hall of Famer and longtime Maryland head coach Lefty Drizel passed away today at the age of 92 years old. Jonas, he was the guy who started March Madness. Did you know that? Uh, I think I did. He was the um, guy, first one to do it. So, so that first week, uh, the first practice in the middle of the night and having all the students come out and go crazy. Lefty Drizel, there you go. Oh, man, little did he know the impact he would have on people's lives. Like, people working in cubicles at desk jobs, they would come up years later with, like, fake screensavers to make it seem like you were actually doing your work, but you just click out of it and you'd be right back on your bracket watching the tournament. Like, all that fun stuff. Like, I've never been to Vegas for the NCAA tournament the first couple of days, but I've heard it is bananas. You know what I realized, Jonas? I said March Madness. I meant Midnight Madness. Oh, really? Well, whatever. Well, <laughs> March, Madness, March Madness. Uh, March Madness was also very fun. <laughs> uh, now, Midnight Madness, that's how they open up the season. That right. also is a good time. And I'm not going to sit here and deny the fact or pretend like I haven't maybe partaken in some uh, some Wofford games that tip off at, you know, 3 o'clock Pacific time. That, oh, that yeah. may have been the case. But, listen, college basketball is fun, man. And it's it's nice watching sporting events that are a little bit stress-free until you get to March Madness. Because right now you're watching these games. And if you're a diehard fan of these teams, it's what like Duke-Florida State are on right now. Like, look, if Duke loses this game, it's not over with until you get to March Madness. And then that's a wrap if they lose and you're one and done and all that. But we are going to have some fun with the NCAA tournament coming up here uh, in about a little over a month or so. Yeah, so midnight, madness. midnight Madness. Midnight for Lefty Madness for Lefty Giselle. Baby. March Madness for the thing that we'll all be tearing our brackets up and swearing. How could I bet on these teenagers? And by the way, uh, Midnight Madness. I'm sure everybody's sober that goes to those games as well, too, when they watch Midnight Madness. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, one, 100%. Yeah, nobody, Back to you guys. Nobody bent in the elbow. Uh, thank you, Martin. It is Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, we are going to have Do You Care coming up here in about 15 minutes from now. If you're new to the show and you're wondering what that is, don't worry. There's a lot of conversations, a lot of things going on in the world of sports over the past week. People have been force-feeding you their opinions on them. We're going to tell you why 
we care or we don't. It's really simple. Some would call it negative, but it's a fun little exercise here, and that'll be yours here again 15 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio. So let me go ahead and defend somebody here. All right. This is somebody who has, I mean, if, if you consider what you make as being successful, this is somebody who's had a successful NFL career, right? This is somebody who's got a lot going for him, right? This is somebody who's got Super Bowl rings, like Super Bowl experience. I mean, this, like, we're talking, like, the 1% in the world of football to get to that level, drafted, play at a high level, play for two of the most successful organizations in recent history, I mean, you know, the Super Bowl was just in Las Vegas, for example. I mean, like, so was he. And that's my guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, who pissed hot. Now, if you're wondering what pissing hot is, it means you tested positive for a banned substance. Now, he didn't have a therapeutic exemption or whatever they want him to call it, this and that, like, whatever. So he's getting suspended for two games. All right. And it's going to cost him a little bit of money because now the Raiders can void his deal and now he, they're going to be saved $11.25 million or whatever it is. So it's a, it's a costly positive test. It's going to cost him about $11 million. Now, I don't think at the end of the day this is going to you know, necessarily hurt him. He got a big contract from San Francisco. He's made some money in his NFL career. But I just want to defend my guy, Jimmy Garoppolo, who can't catch a break. He really can't. This is a guy who was drafted into the NFL. It, depending on who you believe, he was forced out of New England. He was sent over to San Francisco, won a ton of games with Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers. A ton of games. And all anybody wanted to ever do was complain about Jimmy Garoppolo. That's all they wanted to do. I mean, never mind the fact that, you know, it wasn't his de- it wasn't him on defense who gave up that lead to the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl a few years ago. It wasn't him. You want to be critical because he didn't, he didn't complete that throw down the field, that deep throw. It's like, okay, then I guess that's the one thing that cost him. But the guy's trying to get back on the field. He's dealt with a ton of injuries. All right? like One of the, one of the stories I always go to with Jimmy Garoppolo is when he suffered the bad knee injury against the Kansas City Chiefs years and years ago. He was criticized after that play because he tried to keep the ball in bounds. They were getting blown out. He could have run out of the bounds, but he turned back inside, and then his knee went. And people were like, oh, what are you doing? That's just dumb. You should get out of bounds. Like, dude, so the guy can't win. He can't win. Like, he's dealt with injuries throughout the course of his career. Like, look at last year. And I'm not talking about 2023. I'm talking about 2022. Trey Lance is the guy in San Francisco now, right? Like he's going to be the guy. Trey Lance goes down with an injury. Jimmy Garoppolo steps in after they did everything they could to try and trade him. He opted for offseason surgery. It pissed off everybody in San Francisco. And what does he do? Plays the best football of his career. Gets them to the postseason. But gets hurt along the way. And then the Niners, like while there's the potential maybe Jimmy Garoppolo could be back if they get to the Super Bowl, they're kicking the tires on Phillip Rivers, 
who's coaching high school football, having his 35th kid in Alabama. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't catch a break. And I don't know if it's because people don't like him because he's a good-looking guy. I I don't know what it is. But he's played really good football and won a ton of games. And then, God forbid, he suffers another injury, but he's trying to get back on the field, trying to get his body right, and he ends up testing positive and gets popped for two games. It's going to cost him $11-plus million. Like, not every PED positive test is the same. Like, there are some guys who are taking horse tranquilizers. That's a little bit different than what Jimmy Garoppolo got tested positive for. A little bit different. There are some guys in Major League Baseball who are looking at, like, two-year bans, taking EPOs, all the other things that come along with it. This isn't the Russian Olympic team. Okay, it's not that documentary on Netflix, Icarus, all right, where you got, like, people sneaking in where they hold urine and and cracking it and replacing urine to give to all their athletes. It's not on that level. But what happens to Jimmy Garoppolo? Gets suspended two games. We find out the Raiders are probably going to cut him anyways. And now we find out this gives him the ability to void $11.25 million of his contract. Guy can't catch a break. And then he gets labeled cheater. What, because he wanted to get back on the field? Because he wanted to try and get his body right? I got news for you. If somebody told you, hey, you could get back on the field faster or this could help you, are you interested in taking it? Yeah, why not? Is it going to have any long-term effects? Probably not. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't I take it? Eh, sorry. That's going to cost you $11.25 million and a two-game suspension. Oh, and by the way, the team that just didn't make the playoffs, they're going to cut you for it. It's like, oh, that's fun. So while everybody out there is throwing shade at Jimmy G, I'd like to throw my support behind him. That's somebody who could use a break. I hope he gets one this offseason and gets an opportunity to be a quarterback again in the NFL. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, it is a Saturday tradition, another edition of Do You Care right here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up top of next hour, we'll call it about 15 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, there's a no-brainer in the world of sports. This should happen. It has to happen. We've been given proof, and we've been given enough reasons as to why it's successful, why it works, and I'm going to go ahead and campaign for it again. Coming up here a little, uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR. By the way, uh, somebody sent me a tweet earlier. And said, am I going to read any negative tweets or hateful tweets on the air? Because that is, um, you know, for our, for our new listeners, anybody joining the show for the first time, that's been a tradition here on this show. And and I wrote back, I doubt there's going to be anything negative said about this show with, with the way things have gone. So, I mean, I, I doubt it. I mean, if any happen to come up, I mean, we'll make sure to give them, you know, the full love and support that we usually do. But I doubt anything's going to come up. I mean, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. I mean, I think it's nothing but positive feedback here on the show thus far with uh, the performance of everybody here on this show. So that's just my personal opinion. If I had to guess, if I had to guess, that's the way I think this is going to go. 
By the way, shortly after our show, our podcast will be going up. So if you missed any of today's show, be sure to check out that podcast. You search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. There are so many stories in the world of sports, and most of them are a complete waste of time. TMZ reports. Now, let's get kinky. Here's some of the big stories from the last week. But Jonas, the real question is, do you care? I don't care. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell people have been talking about all week. Bo? You know, real quick, you were just talking about Jimmy G and his situation, and uh, if this is the end of the road. Uh, I can think of a team that needs a quarterback that might love Jimmy G up in uh, New England. How about that? Oh, that's, hey, listen, great point. How about I that? I mean, look, he never really got his opportunity yeah. there. I mean, he got a handful of games when Tom Brady went out, and he, he performed he performed okay. I mean, look, I, that, that would make some sense. Yeah, now's, now's the time, Jimmy. Uh, Iowa's Caitlin Clark became the all-time women's NCAA scoring leader in her 49-point perfor- performance against Michigan earlier this week. Jonas, do you care? No, definitely not. No, listen. Um, I mean, it's. You I don't know, care. I'm leaving. Good. I mean, congratulations. Great moment. Hell of a shot. You know, she shot it from basically half court and made it. You know, great player. But the problem is, you have to understand what poisoning the water is. Right. You got to understand what that term is, because at Fox Sports Radio here and the Fox Sports Radio family, the water has been poisoned by Iowa Sam. The technical producer here yeah, at the network. I was going to say he just posted your phone number on the internet. Oh, after I mean, hearing that, would, that. that yeah. spread, but but he's such an Iowa honk. He probably had the Iowa area code attached to it because he's such a homer. And so, because all we hear about is Iowa this, Iowa that, Iowa, 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 it makes us want to root against anybody in Iowa. Like when the Iowa offense on football is defecating down their leg game after game. Who do you think the first person is here that gets a text from everybody at the network? It's Iowa Sam because he makes it, he makes you want to root against him. So happy for Caitlin Clark. Great for the sport. She's a really fun player to watch. Hell of a shooter. Would probably put all of us in a blender. No doubt about it. But because of Iowa Sam, it poisoned the water, so no, I don't care. Next! Uh, MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred confirmed that his tenure will end when his contract expires in 2029. Not soon enough. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't care. Listen, I I don't don't give up! Dude, who who cares? Like, there's not... Like... Ooh, like this. This is like if uh, if Clayton Kershaw were to come out and say, "Hey, I'm going to retire after this year." It's like, okay, I got it. Like, listen, that should you know, let's look ahead to that. It's all that, but like, I, I don't need a uh, a farewell tour for Rob Manfred. I'm not interested. Next, the uh, Golden State Warriors and Philadelphia 76ers apparently made attempts to acquire Lakers small forward LeBron James before the NBA trade deadline. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. I hate I, this. That that's like me saying, you know, I nearly bench pressed 700 pounds oh yeah like did you did you like actually lift it off the bar like no 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 no. but like i walked by a bench press that had 700 pounds on it and i was thinking about getting underneath it but i didn't oh cool the the best point the best part of the story was when uh, daryl morey called and uh, rob palinka's response was why is joel Embiid available i just like like, it yeah so this is so dumb like this is typical 
NBA. Ooh, nearly happened. Ooh, this nearly happened. Like, ooh, uh, boy, I was nearly abducted by aliens. Oh, yeah, why is that? I don't know. I heard there was a sighting recently. Ooh, it's just dumb. Next. Uh, EA Sports released the first trailer for the hotly anticipated College Football 25, uh, their first college football video game since NCAA Football 2014. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. But I do have a uh, just a follow-up. I don't now, care. Look, I mean, uh, if I want to play video games, I'll play Tecmo Bowl. All right, it just is what it is. I mean, that, that's where I'm at when it comes to all this. Um, and by the way, once you have a kid, try doing anything like change the channel on a remote or hold a cup of coffee without them trying to knock it out of your hands. It's, it's pointless. It's a waste of time. But I would say this. If they were to have like, do they have throwback players? Do you know, Bo? Like, do they could I could I actually like use like Notre Dame with Brady Quinn yeah, quarterback? So that was the holdup before is obviously you couldn't have the actual players in the game. So you'd be playing as Notre Dame and you'd have quarterback number 10 or you'd be playing as USC and you'd have running back number five. But obviously with NIL, they can uh, actually put players in the game. So that's a good question. I would hope so, because that would be a lot of fun. But yeah. we, we just don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, because if, if I could play like with, you know, the game with Brady Quinn as quarterback or with LeVar Arrington as linebacker for Penn State, like if I could do that, I, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely would because I can't stand those guys. But if that was an option, that would be fun for everybody involved. Next, uh, Wrexham, the football club owned by uh, Rob Malcolm of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Ryan Reynolds of, uh, you know, all those movies and stuff. Uh, they moved up into an automatic promotion spot following their 1-0 win over Knotts County. Jonas, do you care? No, I don't. Knotts County? What is I'm this here related? to tell you right now, we don't care. I mean, what, what is it? Like, is that related to, is that the cousin of Knotts Berry Farm? Like, who gives a rip about this? What a, like, what a, not, like, there's, look, no offense. I don't like, like, hey, if celebrities got part ownership of a team, cool. The LAFC have like 75 owners who are famous. Like, ooh, well, there was a documentary about it. Okay. Like, come on, dude. Like, like they're thinking about doing a, a, another last dance with the Celtics, too. Like, you see that? Like, oh, the Celtics are going to oh do a last God, dance. Don't like, even. That's... Come on, dude. Like, like people, you got to get over it. I'm tired of the last dance. It was during COVID. Are we going to do another Tiger King? What's the matter? Can't find any other drug addicts with wild animals and missing arms? Come on, man. Like, can we do something original for once? Next. Marvel Studios announced the cast of Fantastic Four this week. Uh, Pedro Pascal, Vanessa Kirby, Joseph Quinn, and Eben Moss Backrack will be uh, portraying the Fantastic Four. Jonas, do you care? I don't care. I just, I don't. Doug, you said it best. I don't, I just don't. Like, this, it's too much, man. It's too much of this Warlord, Starcraft, Final Fantasy, like, like dress up in tights and hold a shield in front of a green screen and let everybody pretend that you're going to save the world from some, some, some evil that's going to, it's like, dude, stop. Enough. Like, let me just watch something that feels realistic, not this fantasy crap. You know, there's a major shift, a major change happening in the world of sports. It's taken way too long. And it could be even bigger and better coming up here in the next couple of years. We'll tell you what that is coming up in just a couple of moments from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And by the way, a couple of those affiliates... 
Another shout out here to Fox Sports Radio, Jacksonville, 930 a.m. The new Fox Sports Radio in Orlando, 97.9 FM and AM 810. We appreciate you. Thanks for making us a part of your Saturday afternoon. We will be taking you all the way up until 4 p.m. Eastern time, 1 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we were talking about, to start off the show, how the NBA's made a mistake. Like, it's the first weekend without football, and instead of rolling out some of their best matchups, they roll out the All-Star game. And you can make the argument, if you want to make the argument, well, they're the best players, so of course, I mean, why wouldn't you want to showcase your best players? It's the All-Star game. It's a circus. Like, nobody plays defense. The The point total is like 360-something in the game if you're betting on it. It's not exactly the best representation of what the NBA is at its best. Like you could you could like take whatever you projected your top 4 teams are that you think are going to be the best 4 teams, your top 4 title favorites, and you could throw them in, do a doubleheader on Saturday night this weekend, a doubleheader on Sunday and showcase your best games and your best teams. Instead they're rolling out the All-Star game. It's like come on, dude. Like, you've got an audience that maybe wasn't there before, an audience that's looking for something to watch, an audience that wants to see something because they don't have football this weekend, and instead you roll out the All-Star game. It's just not a great representation. You know, it's like, <laughs> I, I just, I don't know what to tell you. Like, like there, there's a reason why. It's like, look, not to knock 7-Eleven, I'm not trying to be critical. Love 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven has had a successful run and for a reason. Always dependable. Always there. But like, you know, I'm not going there for sushi. You know what I mean? Like if I want to go there and pick up a three pack of tall boys for eight bucks or whatever it is, then you go to 7-Eleven. All right. You want to go there and pick up a pack of gum, grab something quick. Like, yeah, then you go to 7-Eleven. But like, you know, if a sushi place opens up across the street, like 7-Eleven adding sushi, it's like, it doesn't really, you know, you're not really competing. It's like the NBA is like, oh, yeah, well, football's over. We'll have our all-star game. Well, it's, it's not really the best representation of what you are. Like, play to your strengths. Your strengths are name these number of teams and throw those on in a showcase spot this weekend. To me, it's a mistake by the NBA. They had an opportunity here. You could have counter-programmed a little bit and they didn't do it. Right? I think they made a mistake. But one of the things that they are considering that would not be a mistake because their commissioner, Adam Silver, spoke about it this past week a few days ago on the Pat McAfee show starring A.J. Hawk. He spoke about the possibility of Las Vegas getting an expansion team, that they're on the quote-unquote short list of cities to get an expansion team. Now, biggest no-brainer. It's wild to think that that's where we are because years ago, if you would have thought about a professional team going to Vegas, no, 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 no. You can't go there. We can't have a professional team in Vegas. Hell no. Were they gamble? No, 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 no. We, we That can't be... And now you look at it and go, why wouldn't you? Like, there's a reason why the A's are going to Vegas. 
There's a reason why the Raiders went to Vegas. There's a reason why the Golden Knights started in Vegas. Like, if you're an NFL team, NBA team, MLB, NH, like, if you're a professional team, or professional league, rather, get a team in Vegas. They've got the infrastructure. You'll be able to get a crowd. The Vegas Golden Knights games are bananas. Like, like it works. It's convenient. You can get to everything. Like, it makes way too much sense. So, yes, if you're Adam Silver, and if you're the NBA, get a team there immediately. I understand what happened when you had the NBA All-Star game there. I get all that. Not great for everybody involved. But things have changed. People have now gotten over their phobia when it comes to gambling and all the other things. Ooh, there's dangers out there. It's like, dude, there's more. Like, here's a newsflash for you. Like, just, just so everybody's aware of this, right? There's more to Vegas than gambling and hookers. Just, just letting you know, there is more to it than that. I know, I know that's the go-to. Like, what are they handing out in the streets when they're? It's like, listen, like, there's more. There's more to Vegas than just those two things. If you're a professional team, get there. You're gonna have the support. They've shown people are gonna go to these games and have a blast. The Golden Knights games are one of the best atmospheres in sports. The Raiders have been a hit. Like, figure out a way to get there. We went to, there was a boxing event, the Ortiz-Lopez fight. Which, by the way, what a, what a disaster. Ortiz at plus five money, plus 500 money, got screwed on a decision. But the point is, they threw that. In the Michelob Ultra Arena at Mandalay Bay on a Thursday night. And through it, like, it was great. Convenient. You could get there. It was easy. Like, the Raiders stayed right across from Mandalay Bay. You walk right across there. You go to the Raiders game. Like, it works. Like, what they've done there works. And it's not even just, look, we're, we're not, like, if you want to talk about NBA teams, maybe we're a few years away from that. But, like, you know, Dana White was in an interview recently, the president of the UFC, not not the one not the one that he walked out on with Howie Mandel, but the president of the UFC, Dana White, you know, that one where, you know, just 30 seconds in, he decided to bail on Howie Mandel. I'd still like to find out what happened there. I, I mean, I have my theories, but, you know, but he was talking in an interview. He said he, he had a chance to have a conversation with Roger Goodell. And he told Roger Goodell, he's like, look, the Super Bowl needs to be here every year. Like, there's no better town equipped than Vegas to have a Super Bowl. And was just there last week. They do a pretty damn good job. Like, they do such a good job of making everything feel seamless that, like, eh, you know, you're kind of looking around going, oh, yeah, it's a Super Bowl. Like, the way everything's filtered out. Now, traffic was a little bit of an issue. Maybe that was the F1 race still holding over. You know, people fighting when they're waiting for valet and all that. So, you know, not ideal. Well, you know, you tie up some loose ends. But yes, a professional team needs to be in Vegas. And the Super Bowl, I don't know if it's every year, but I think the Super Bowl is better in Vegas than L.A. or San Francisco. And those are the next two coming up after New Orleans. After New Orleans next year, you've got San Fran and L.A. again. I can assure you, being at Super Bowls and Super Bowl weeks and media coverage for both of those, Las Vegas is a thousand times better. San Francisco was a mess, and that was before all the other things that have gone on. L.A., confusing, traffic, everything. Like, 
Vegas works. And it's just funny how things have changed. Like, you look at the numbers, the, the, the gambling numbers. They did something like, I guess, local sports books in Las Vegas. And this is crazy. But local sports books in Las Vegas, the Nevada sports books, $185.6 million bet on the Super Bowl. Most ever. Like, they, you know, they, a lot of people had uh, the Chiefs that came into town. The sports books took a little bit of a hit, but almost $186 million bet on Nevada sports books. And then you look around and you realize, oh, and there's like 10 or 11 or 12 states that don't allow sports gambling. Like, don't you look at those states and go, grow up. What are you waiting for? There's an opportunity here. Like, Vegas is telling you how to do it. Now, not crazy about the cigarette smoke in the casinos, right? When, when, when you don't come from that, you know, a little bit, little bit of an adjustment. But the point is, Vegas has put everybody on notice. We do this as well, if not better than anybody. And you need to get on our level. And there's a reason why. Now Adam Silver is saying, yeah, Vegas is on the short list to get an NBA team. There's a reason why the A's are trying to get to Las Vegas. There's a reason why the Raiders went there. The Golden Knights and everybody said, I don't know how hockey's going to work there. No, it works. Like that has been a huge hit. And seeing the way it's advanced and the way it's developed, it's as good as it gets when it comes to putting on sports, putting on a venue, and letting everybody there feel like you're a part of a a giant pro- people that went to the sphere to see you two concert at the like they say it's incredible like everything they do is top of the line so it's not it's no surprise adam silver wants the nba there and it's no surprise that there's conversations about las vegas getting a super bowl again and being a repeat visit for the nfl in las vegas if not every year, at least in the rotation, heavily moving forward. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. And you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, now, I was saying that um, there's some people that have been asking whether or not we're going to read uh, some of the negative tweets, some of the uh, insults that have been sent over. I didn't think there was going to be any because this show has been a hit so far. I mean, flawless, like a flawless edition of the program. I didn't think there was going to be any. Um, And then I had a guy say that, you know, I sound like I've got white people problems. Not really sure where that came from. And first of all, it's radio. How do you know I'm white? All right. Talk about jumping to conclusions. Like, how do you know I'm white? Right. You have no proof. Paul writes in. You flaming bleep. Get back to bleeping it out. To your beefcake, Usher, which is the most bleep you've gotten since TB12 and his skimpies, you bleak bag soy boy. Greg writes in. Same effing lame show as always. You are a no-talent POS whose opinion is effing meaningless. Go F yourself. David writes in, Joni the gossip bleep with your boy toy Brady Quinn. Go back to doing what you soy boys do, stalking your beloved Trav Trey. I'm assuming that means Taylor Swift. 
every move like the dumb F losers you are. Tony writes in. Tiger bleep and bleep wad Jonas can't get enough of your washed hack around L.A. like the obsessed bitch boy we all know you to be. Bleep. Again, at the Jonas Knox on X or Twitter is where you can find that. That is at the Jonas Knox if you want to see the unedited versions of all of those, or at least the ones I'm willing to post without getting uh, my account suspended by uh, Twitter, if that's even a thing now. Who knows? Seems like when Elon Musk took over, we kind of rid ourselves of a lot of the sensitive issues on uh, social media. But nonetheless, uh, all right, so... Uh, we are bringing this show to you live here from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next here from those TireRack.com studios, I'm going to tell you why. There's somebody in the NFL who's been labeled as something that's a bunch of crap. And that's yours here on FSR. Boom, Tetris for Jonas. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up, uh, we will call it about 10 minutes from now from the TireRack.com studios. You know, there's a sign, something that's uh, that's been done that would indicate the conclusion of one of the biggest whiffs in NFL history. So that'll be yours here coming up. Uh, we will call it about 10 minutes from now on FSR from these TireRack.com studios. Um, so, look, there's uh, some people out there that were not happy with me trying to defend Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, you know, somebody I was very critical of of me defending Jimmy Garoppolo earlier, you know, knowingly taking a banned substance. He's stupid. Stop defending this behavior, so on and so forth. And my, my whole point on it was Jimmy Garoppolo needs to be defended. All right. Now, you can push back on that and say, well, I mean, he's got everything going for him. Uh, he took a banned substance. He deserves to lose the $11 million, the two-game suspension, all that. Like, you can push back all you want. I'm just telling you, not every positive PED test is the same. Okay? Like, I mean, look, Martha Stewart and Jeffrey Dahmer both went to prison. Kind of different. Like, I'm, I'm just telling you, right? There's a difference between Ted, who tried to fight three bouncers at a bar getting thrown into the drunk tank at night, and Ted Bundy. There's just, there's a huge difference. So not everything is the same just because it falls under the same umbrella. Yeah, well, they both went to jail. Okay, I get all of it. It's a little different. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, not getting a therapeutic exemption or whatever they want to call it, and pissing hot is not the same as some of these other positive PED tests. But my whole point was, I feel like Jimmy Garoppolo's gotten a bad rap. Like, all anybody wants to do is, is shame him or, or talk about and, and complain about it. Well, he's not any good, and he's, you know, been, like, how does he have a job, and all these other quarterbacks don't have a job. It's like, okay, well, he has played good football times. You could say he hasn't, but he has. Like when he stepped in for Tom Brady, yeah, it only lasted a couple of games. But he won all those games, and then he got hurt. And that's been kind of the theme with his career. With the Niners, they won a lot of games. And you can look at it and go, okay, well, that's because of Kyle Shanahan. So, all right, well, 
All right, then then Kyle Shanahan did amazing things with Jimmy Garoppolo. All right. And then you look at like what Kyle Shanahan did with Brock Purdy, and it's like, you know, he did some pretty amazing things. It's like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll agree on that. We'll accept that. We'll say that. But then when Kyle Shanahan loses another Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes, you know what people are saying now? <laughs> yeah. Typical Kyle Shanahan. Can't win the big game. Yeah, can't, can't win the big game. That's Kyle Shanahan. And I hear that and I go, what a bunch of crap. Because he didn't win a Super Bowl. Because he lost two Super Bowls against Patrick Mahomes. All of a sudden, it's a referendum on his career as a coach. What about that game uh, with the Falcons? First of all, he wasn't the head coach. He was the offensive coordinator. Like, so what are you asking here? And secondly, that was against Tom Brady. So he's lost the Super Bowl to Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes, who are now considered the GOAT and the guy who's trying to chase the GOAT. And people are making arguments for Patrick Mahomes being the greatest ever. So, so that's what we're doing. It's now it's a referendum on Kyle Shanahan's career because he lost two Super Bowls to Patrick Mahomes as head coach and another as offensive coordinator to Tom Brady. We have it. He blew leads in those games. Okay, so what you're saying is Kyle Shanahan should have won those games. So you're saying that Kyle Shanahan, just as head coach should have won those two Super Bowls that he had the Niners in. And remember, this is two Super Bowls with Jimmy Garoppolo, who everybody has diminished, and Brock Purdy, who was the last pick of the draft. And so your expectation, because again, that's what disappointment is, when the reality doesn't meet your expectation, your expectation is that Kyle Shanahan should have won both of those. Now think about what you're admitting. That Kyle Shanahan is the head coach. You expected him to beat Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy as quarterback. By definition, doesn't that mean that you think pretty highly of Kyle Shanahan? If you think he could pull that off, Like, how many coaches in the NFL would you say, hey, with those two guys as their quarterback, as his quarterback, I think they should be Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl? And look, this is like, I'm not like making stuff up here. The Niners were a favorite. All the sharp money or wise guys in Vegas all thought Brock Purdy was going to beat Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. And why? Because Kyle Shanahan's the coach. How many other coaches would you give that to in the league? With those two quarterbacks, they should beat Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl. How many would you, like how many? I don't know, probably none. But with Kyle Shanahan, you would. That's why when I see the result and how people are trying to say, well, you know, typical Kyle Shanahan can't win the big game. Typical God, what a disappointment. He'll get you there, but he's never. It's like, dude, like you can't have it both ways. You can't sit there and tell me Jimmy Garoppolo is average and Brock Purdy is average. 
and at the same time condemn Kyle Shanahan for not taking, quote-unquote, using your terms, average quarterbacks to a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes and then ripping him afterwards because he didn't beat Patrick Mahomes with those two average quarterbacks. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't make sense. It's like the OT discussion. Like, oh, my gosh, should they? Well, the players didn't know the rules. I got news for you. There's some analysts who didn't really know the rules either. I mean, look around. There's clips out there. I'm not trying to air anybody out, but there's some analysts who didn't know the rules. Yeah, but they shouldn't have taken the ball uh, to start overtime. They should have, you know, it was just, it was a, a poor management by Kyle Shanahan. The defense was gassed. They'd been on the field a long time fighting for their Super Bowl lives to hold Kansas City to a field goal. You had two players come off, come out of the game because of fatigue. They were gassed. But yeah, we don't really bring that up. Yeah, it's a strategy. It's like, okay. You know, believe it or not, there is, you know, there is stuff that, you know, could impact your decision. You know, I mean, just, just so you know, like, I know you have an idea and you're like, but there is stuff that would impact your decision in that spot. And Kyle Shanahan said it. Yes, we went over that. But yes, with the way the game played out and talking to our analyst, we felt like that was the best. It's like, dude, if they score a touchdown, whole different conversation. And I got news for you. If the Niners score a touchdown, kick an extra point, and Kansas City goes down the field, scores, and then misses the two-point conversion attempt, which they said they were prepared to do, go for two if they scored a touchdown, guess who's getting ripped apart? Andy Reid. Why would you do that? You've got the better quarterback. You didn't need to run a two-point conversion. But like, this is what we do. We wait until the, the result comes out, and then we come up with some opinions. Like, Kyle Shannon going on fourth down, I'll be honest with you. I looked at the time going, damn, he's really going for it on fourth down here? They converted it barely to George Kittle? I was like, okay, well, listen, that was the right move, I guess. But, I mean, at the time, I thought, wow, that's kind of interesting. But this whole notion that Kyle Shanahan's a disappointment as a coach, when you've been, people out there have been telling and pounding the table for years, Jimmy Garoppolo, average quarterback, Brock Purdy wouldn't be a starter anywhere else except for San Francisco and with Kyle Shanahan. It's like, you give him credit for doing what he did and for having expectations that exceed anywhere else in the NFL then when the results come back, you go, oh, no, he's a disappointment. It's like you can't have it both ways. It doesn't make any sense. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, and you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next here, we are going to tell you about how something out there could be an indication, and in fact, it probably is an indication of one of the biggest whiffs in NFL history. That'll be yours here coming up on FSR, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Martin Weiss. Tiger Woods confirming an earlier report that illness was the reason that he withdrew from the Genesis Invitational. He described his sickness as influenza on his ex account. Patrick Cantlay currently atop the leaderboard in Los Angeles at 13 under. Uh, Miami Heat center Bam Adebayo will replace reigning NFL and NBA, I'm sorry, NBA MVP Duel Embiid in the All Star starting lineup in tomorrow night's game. Embiid missing with that meniscus injury. This is Bam's first time being named an All Star starter tonight. We 
had the slam dunk contest skills competition. Sabrina Ionescu versus Steph Curry and the three-point contest tonight for NBA All-Star Weekend in Indianapolis. Per the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the Steelers want to give quarterback Kenny Pickett at least one more year to see if he can establish himself as a full-time starter. The Steelers have been the betting favorite to get either quarterback Justin Fields or Russell Wilson. The Kansas City Chiefs, fresh off the Super Bowl win, they re-sign special teams coordinator Dave Taub to a three-year contract. College basketball wins in the top 25 for Iowa State, Alabama, Creighton, and Virginia. And uh, sad news out of the, out of college basketball. Basketball Hall of Famer and former longtime Maryland head coach Lefty Drizel passed away today at the age of 92 years old. But Jonas, back to you. Thanks, Martin. Jonas Knox here on Fox Sports Radio. By the way, coming up in, we will call it 15 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios, we are going to close up shop with another edition of the Scraps. And yes, we're going to address the Knox lock for the Super Bowl. All right, we're going to address that. All right, but it's not all bad news. That'll be yours here coming up 15 minutes from now. So a lot of people have been busting my balls about that. God forbid. God forbid I trust smart people and not the drunks who invaded Vegas. God forbid. All right, so again, 15 minutes from now here on FSR. By the way, it's good to have, so, it's good to have a, some support, all right? It's good to have a, a partner in crime, a teammate through all of this Kyle Shanahan hate. As I sit here defending Kyle Shanahan, defending Jimmy Garoppolo, it's good to have a little bit of support. The great Mark Willard sent me a text. We're in agreement. You can't have it both ways. Kyle Shanahan, disappointment, can't win the big game, can't do this, can't do that. But he can do all of that with the last pick of the draft and Jimmy Garoppolo, who you say is an average quarterback. Okay. Just doesn't make sense. So it's good to have some support. Don't need anybody else. In fact, I'll tell you right now, speaking of Vegas, Willard and I versus Kyle Shanahan haters make us heavy favorites. Heavy favorites in that regard. All right. Um, let's talk about something else that could be an indication because we were discussing the Steelers situation at quarterback. Now, as I said last hour, if you wonder whether or not the person you're dating, if you wonder whether or not they feel the same about you as you do them, if your buddy finds them on a dating app, they probably don't. Okay. Like you may like them a lot. But if you go on to like Bumble or Tinder or Plenty of Fish or Catch and Release or whatever these dating apps are, and somebody sends you a screenshot and says, hey, is this that girl you're dating? And she's back on there. That might be the flare gun into the sky that she's not all that into it. And the Steelers shot a flare gun into the sky about a month or so ago, when with the season on the line and in a playoff game on the road, they started Mason Rudolph at quarterback. I don't know. Probably an indication that maybe the Kenny Pickett era in Pittsburgh is coming to an end soon. What do you think? Jerry Dulick of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette talked about, well, you know, there appears to be some, uh, you know, just some, some in- internal division over who should be the starter next year, uh, Pickett or Mason Rudolph. And, you know, maybe Pickett gets one more chance. And all. it's like, dude, they told you. Like, it's, I mean, you couldn't make it any more obvious. They told you. That, that playoff game would have been a hell of a spot to see whether or not Pickett could be the guy. Playoff game, on the road, underdog, significant underdog. Throw him in there. Let's see what we got. Now we'll go with Mason Rudolph. Okay. 
That was your indicator. Well, there's another indication that's gone on in the NFL. And it does happen to tie into the Steelers. Because as Martin Weiss has pointed out in his updates, this is one of the quarterbacks that is a potential candidate to take over there in Pittsburgh, a quarterback, or at least compete with Kenny Pickett and or Mason Rudolph, whoever's the guy going into training camp. Russell Wilson's mansion has been put up for sale. That's right. The most expensive house ever sold in the Denver area has been put up for sale. You know, that that weirdo house where he's got four bedrooms and 12 bathrooms, which is just still odd to me. It, it, I mean, it's just weird. Like, if you're, if you're more worried about whether or not you're going to crap your pants than get a good night's sleep, you got the type of problems that need to be looked into. Because that's what that tells me. When you have triple the number of bathrooms and bedrooms, like you're just not quite sure whether or not you're going to make it in, on time. Like you need options. Like it's just it, the whole thing's weird. But the point is, that'll just about do it. Not that it's a surprise. We kind of knew that when they decided to go with Jared Stidham towards the end of the year. But we're looking at maybe the biggest whiff in the history of the NFL. Like, would you just think about, eh. and there's been some bad ones. Trust me, there's, there's been some, some trades and some deals that have been done that have not panned out at all. Deshaun Watson in Cleveland, and you can say, well, Cleveland was a playoff team. Not because of him. Like, I mean, you, uh, you traded a lot of picks for a weirdo. Brought him in, and he's been injured, and there's been drama, and all the other things to come along. And, and then the guy who replaces him, who was nowhere to be found, everybody thought he retired, ends up winning Comeback Player of the Year. Which, by the way, there's no more clear difference between the NBA and the NFL than the fact that Joe Flacco won Comeback Player of the Year. And not the guy who nearly died on national television the year earlier. Like, the that's the difference. The NBA would have had a a special day, a presentation. They would have renamed the award. They would have done. And the NFL's like, yeah, but like, you know, he didn't actually die. So like, like, just get, I mean, Joe Flacco came out of nowhere. They went to the playoffs. Like, come on. Yeah. And and who cares that, you know, they got blown out in that playoff game and it was a disaster. Listen, uh, you know, he threw a bunch of interceptions during the regular season, but I don't worry about it. Like that right there ought to tell you everything you need to know. But, like, we're looking at the Russell Wilson trade as one of the biggest whiffs in the history of the league. Because when it was made, the conversation was, all right, is every team in that division going to go to the playoffs? I mean, remember that? You had Justin Herbert. You had Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, Patrick Mahomes. It was like, man, are all four teams going to the playoffs? And it's like, no. And, in fact, Derek Carr going to be gone. Russell Wilson's going to sell his... You know, emergency, you know, got the runs house like less than two years later. Justin Herbert's walking around with a Nintendo power glove on the last half of the season. They fired their head coach. But Patrick Mahomes won another Super Bowl. Like it did. Like you talk about whiffs in the history of the NFL. The fact that the mansion is officially up for sale 
and we're already looking at potential landing spots like the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's what we've got in Denver. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next here, we're going to close up shop. Yes, we're going to address a disastrous end to Knox Locks for 2023 slash 2024. Plus, it's the return of the scraps. Things in the world of sports we have not had a chance to get to and beyond. It's all yours right here on FSR. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. You just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. In that podcast, you're going to find out maybe what all the criticism's been about. I'm going to defend a guy taking steroids. Or a PED, whatever you want to call it. Who cares? Uh, we're going to have some uh, you know, fun conversation about why there's been no remake of Tiger King. You know, like uh, defending a coach who deserves to be defended. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff there. And the usual uh, probably insulting uh, comments and readbacks of tweets that you come to know and love. So just check out the podcast again. I will tweet out a link to that podcast at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. That is at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. So you can go ahead and listen to that after we go off the air. And coming up here in a little over 10 minutes from now from these TireRack.com studios, it will be... Monsi Bolaños and Steve Hartman. So they will be taking over these airwaves. Just wait your turn, Monts. They'll be taking over these airwaves again a little over 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Now, I know a lot of you out there, you love to just swim in the negative. That's what you like to do. And that's cool. Like, as people want to point out, well, you know, you had the Niners minus two last week in Knox Locks. Like, okay, I get it. Like, God forbid I'm not an egomaniac. Because if I was an egomaniac, if I was one of these blowhards you hear on the radio or TV, I'd be one of those people saying, I know more than the experts, blah, 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 blah. And I would have taken the Kansas City Chiefs getting plus money, but I didn't. I sided with the experts, the people in Vegas who were telling you the Niners are a two-point favorite, the Niners are the right side of that bet. 
So I put my ego aside, which is rare in this business with blowhards everywhere. And I trusted the experts and I got burned. So I finished seven and six in the playoffs. Oh, and three in my last three games, lost both conference championship games, lost the Super Bowl seven and six. And when you combine that with the regular season record, 32, 32 and three on the year. As average as it gets. But you know what? We'll be back next year. We'll dust ourselves off and we'll come back with another edition of Knox Locks for 2024 and the 2024 football season. So that'll be happening here later on this year. But since it's no more Knox Locks and since we are in the NFL offseason, that means it's time for the return of this. Jonas, you moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Bo Benson, to find out what the hell we've missed so far on the show, Bo. So uh, earlier this week, the Chicago Bears released center Cody Whitehair and safety Eddie Jackson, uh, meaning that the team no longer has any players picked before 2020 on their roster. <laughs> well, I mean, it's been such a good era of football. For yeah, me. right. You, you want to keep those guys around. Um, listen, uh, so the it's not a surprise. Anybody that's followed along, it's going to save them like 21 something million dollars against the cap. It puts them third in salary cap space they've got two top nine picks including the number one pick like they're in a good spot but it does feel like this is a make or break off season for ryan poles the gm the guy i feel bad for mostly is cody whitehair cody whitehair like he was drafted as a guard he was moved from one guard spot to the other to center like every time there was an injury and then people were getting on him because he was having issues snapping the ball. It's like, dude, like that's not his position. That's not his natural position. But they were moving him in and out of the lineup in different spots here or there. He did get a contract, so he got paid. He was a pro bowler back in 2018. Eddie Jackson also got paid. Yeah. So it's going to save him a lot, of, a lot of money against the cap, and it's going to give these guys the ability Ed, to, to sign out. Eddie Jackson was also very good for that like 2018 season, I believe. So oh, yeah. I, I kind of wonder if he's going to end up in Philadelphia, given their need for secondary help and the uh, Fangio connection there. Might be for sure. Um, what else we got, Bo? The, uh, the University of Texas Board of Regents is uh, set to approve a $10 million raise for football head coach Steve Sarkeesian on a new contract that's going to run through 2030 as they move into the SEC next year. That's awesome. Good for Steve Sarkeesian. You know, like you get you get Texas to the to the college football playoff, then you get paid, and then they're going to go to the SEC, and then you know what's going to happen. Eh, they're going to lose like two or three games, and then everyone's going to call for his job. Yep. And if he's got the buyout, he's going to look at him and go, all right, I'll just Jimbo Fisher you. That's fine. We can, you want to play that game? We can play that game. I'll take yeah. my 70-something million dollars or whatever Jimbo got, and I'll just go on my way. No problem. No problem at all. What else we got? Bro? Yeah. Uh, Vince Carter, Chauncey Billups, uh, headlining the list of the 14 finalists nominated for the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame as uh, announced last night. Yeah. It's uh, Vince Carter's a no-brainer. Yeah. Lock. Um, Chauncey Billups should be a no-brainer. And it just, I mean, it, it, it feels like, like I, I don't want to like argue against somebody getting into the Hall of Fame. It does feel like maybe it's, I don't want to say easy, 
but there's a little bit more leeway for people getting into the Hall of Fame in the NBA. Oh, yeah. You well, know, or the, people, the Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, people forget that it's the Basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA Hall of Fame. So it's all your accomplishments playing basketball. Yeah, I'm not going to take it as far as Deion Sanders, where he says there should be tiers of Hall no. of Famers, yeah. you know, but I mean, you get into the Hall of Fame, both those guys should be in. They had great, great careers. Yeah. Uh, real quick here, the uh, Dune Part 2 premiere, Zendaya dressed up as C-3PO, and people got mad that Anya Taylor-Joyce showed up uh, because I guess that spoiled that she has a role in the film, to which I just... Spoiler culture is out of out of control. People are insane. Like, just stop. Uh, don't ruin it for me. Don't yeah. ruin it for me. Okay, then go Ridiculous. to sleep for six <laughs> months. Like, like, what do you, like, what do you, like, like, turn into Steven Seagal in that movie and go into a coma. Okay, if you don't want, the, if you don't want to see what the results of something, come on. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.